0: to The city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making, double up on facts we stating Podcast and cruise control city state the nation. So, what you saying? What we saying? Prime information, facts, keys to the city. We are lacking the statements.
1: Streaming every Friday, and ladies and gentlemen,
2: we are back. Clover Crest Media presents keys to the city, and look who we have back. The Joseph Aguirre, you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen, that baseball season is around. we got our baseball junkie. He likes to call himself a baseball junkie, but we'll get into that in a little while. We'll give him that title for now. But also, we are streaming on all social media platforms as well as we just posted our NFL mock draft 2.0, Joe. So if you saw, we got a lot of comments. So go check it out with Keys to the City. I know Joe
1: loves those mock drafts. No, listen, I don't. don't I'm all right with mock. I'm all right with mock drafts now. Yeah. Now that things have settled and now we know what team needs are, now a mock draft makes so much more sense, right? I mean, let's be fair. Uh, You pretty much will will know before the first day, like who the first twenty guys are going to be. No, you don't. You pretty. You pretty much do. You pretty much will know by the time we get to the draft.
2: The only thing we know, Joe, is that Trevor Lawrence is going number one to Jackson. Yes. Thing else? Who see?
1: I, I'm, I'm hearing like Mac Jones at three. I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah, and it, your Mac nobody Jones. believed in Mac.
2: Well, it's not happening. Stop. That's nonsense. Okay? Justin Fields. <laughs> really. No, but we, we have all that to talk about. And, and, and there's no guarantee that the Jets are going to take Justin Wilson. Justin Wilson? Oh, Who is. Care. Whatever. Like, I said, I'm, mind Ted's thinking i is everywhere. as thinking baseball. So well, we were just talking about baseball the for the last <laughs> half hour. We were doing pretty yeah. much a show for the last half hour. Teddy. I you start off with the draft? I'm just. Teddy, I think
1: I called him, him Justin Wilson last time I was on. Yeah, TV, you though. did, Joe.
2: You <laughs> did too. Get, get this Who's Justin Wilson infatuation? I mean, I just worked the double. I just got up like like 45 minutes ago. I literally have to get got got ready? Ready? He had he some did. slack. I'll get rid of you, and me and Joe can do it. Like, well, no one here. wants to do that anymore. So um, <laughs> well, and it's well, weird yeah. seeing you in the top corner, and Joe on the right side of me now. It's like you guys. I know, you gotta get yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I'm taking control now. I've got Even when we were in the studio prodigy. at c I'm the prodigy now. The prodigy sun. Hey, stop but talking yes. when I'm talking. Shut it. The last time we talked baseball, we had a classic World Series that – ultimately ended in the infamous Blake Snell game, taking them out early on in the sixth inning, and we had that big debacle. But it was a classic series between the two, yes, I'm going to say the two best teams at the time, the Tampa Bay Rays and the L.A. Dodgers. Well, tomorrow it's a brand-new season. Fans will be in the stadiums now. I think the Yankees are going to be 10,000 fans, I believe. 10,850. I just told you this. What's the matter? You can't remember the number? Jesus. Yeah, just like you can't remember Zach Wilson's name. What was it? What was it? how many people? How many people? 10,850. Oh, I'm sorry. I was off by 850. But yes, that is a good positive sign going forward that we are going to have fans and MLB games this year. So let's start off because we are Yankee fans. We're gonna get into the LA Dodgers and that dominant rotation. And if anybody can contend in the NL with the LA Dodgers. But we got to start off, like I say, the New York Yankees. Every time we start off with baseball the past three or four years, it seems like it's been the same question. The most talented, one of the most talented teams in baseball alongside the LA Dodgers. But the Dodgers finally got over the hump. We started asking questions, could they get over the hump and win a World Series? Well, they did. Now the question comes to the New York Yankees. The high-powered po- high offense already dealing with a Injury bug. Here we go with Luke Voigt's the first big name down. But can the Yankees finally get over the hump this season? They've had back-to-back 100-win seasons, but have had disappointing results and early exits in the MLB postseason. So, Ted or Joe, I'm going to start with whoever wants to join, who wants to come in. Will the Yankees finally get over
1: the hump this year?
2: Joe, you go because you've been doing a lot more of the baseball stuff, so you'll you give me more time to think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, yeah, I'm I i I'm telling you, I think this is the best rotation the Yankees have had since, you know, Roger Clemens and Andy Pettit and Mike Messina were in the same rotation. We were talking a little bit before the show. I, look, I expect Corey Kluber to make somewhere between 27 and 32 starts. Um you know wh- whether he at some point needs a needs a, a a breather, some tightness somewhere midseason, misses a couple starts. That's fine. I there's no reason to think that Corey Kluber won't return to form uh, and pitch again. I don't necessarily mean he's going to be the Cy Young Award winner and, and win 20 games, but there's no reason why he won't be a solid number two. The other big thing to remember we didn't even talk about this in our pre-show meeting was Louis Severino will be back, uh, come June July. And, that's and almost like a, a
2: trade, that's like a trade deadline uh, acquisition.
1: Right, and if you're concerned about James talion or you're concerned about Kluber and the injury bug and, and, God forbid, anything happened to Cole, don't forget Davey Garcia, the Yankees' number one prospect, mm-hmm. uh, who was obviously an impact guy last year and in the postseason, um, will be starting the season in the minors, and so he'll be first up. So if there are some issues, this Yankee team's got depth. The idea that they lose Luke Voigt and they just shuffle in a Jay Bruce, hey, not bad. And um, left- you know, yeah, again, right? It's 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 almost the best-case scenario. They got a power left-handed bat in the lineup all of a sudden, and now you can actually think about moving Hicks down in the lineup and not penciling him into that three spot. So it gives the Yankees some newfound flexibility. I think to Zach Britton and losing Tommy Canely, I think um, makes that Yankees bullpen a, a little – Vulnerable? Less, not say vulnerable because I, look, we got to see how these guys pitch, and 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 you know the guys that are there can perform. Chapman's Chapman, right outside of the home runs late in in the postseason, which we got to get, we got to get that, we got to get them over that, yeah. uh because that's been going on since 2016. That's a yeah. that's definitely an issue, but you know Zach Britton won't be out that long. uh There's been some other guys who have pitched really well. Um, uh, oh the the lefty oh. uh, LeGray, I think is his name. Uh, who, who's looking? Want? He'll be actually taking, uh, yeah, it'll be taking Justin Wilson's spot. Uh, who's going to start the year on the Iowa with some with fan, some show. I mean, everyone info. loves Justin Wilson. Hey, um, don't forget, uh, Camden starts, he's suspended for the first two games. Oh, that's right. Again, the Yankees are just going to have to blow out the Jays in the first two, I suppose. <laughs>
2: and that, that, that's gonna, I mean, that's 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 off a true test tomorrow against a Jays team that. Really improved in the offseason. Added George Springer. You still have Vlad. You got Biggio. You got Bochette. You got a young talent. But we talked about in the pregame. It's that pitching staff that we get worried. Are the Jays the team that will give the most fits to the Yankees and the ALEs? Or is it still the Rays? Or maybe even the Red Sox? Well, don't forget the Jays also added Marcus Simeon and George Springer. Yes, the yes, I
0: forgot about
2: Marcus well, Simeon. but we know this, and we've talked about this yearly since we've done the show, that, yeah, the season is great. You can score a lot of runs, win a lot of games, but when it comes to the, making the playoffs and winning the postseason, your starting pitcher is going to have to be your, you know, it, it's going to have to be your ace in the hole, literally and figuratively. Um mm-hmm. So I think offensively, they would be able to stay with anyone in the entire MLB. That's the type of lineup I believe the Blue Jays will have. They'll score a lot of runs. They might score more runs than the Yankees. The problem is, will they give up as many runs on an annual basis to compound that record? And I could see them, and I'm not getting off subject, but I could see them winning like 85, 88 games. The difference of winning 90, 95 is because their pitch is probably going to lose five or ten games. Also, I don't know how sure of their bullpen is. And I think a lot of people, as always, are always discrediting – Tampa Bay, and listen, to think Tampa Bay is just going to, like, falter after losing Blake Snell and uh, – they, oh pi- they lost a lot of pieces. Charlie and and Charlie Martin. Martin. But listen, they've been losing pieces since they've been – since we've known them what, 98? Like every year they lose, like, their best player. Evan Longoria, they lost. How are you going to regroup? You you lose this guy. How are you going to regroup? They're a 91 team without even noticing. Oh, Crawford. I mean, they are in the World Series twice in the last 15 years. It's like more than it's the Yankees quite- have done. It's crazy to think because when we talk, it's crazy to think. Hold on, sorry, Ted. It's crazy to think because when you look at the NFC East, it's probably the worst division in in football. But when you look at the AFC or MLB, you look at the American League East. It's probably the best division in baseball because I just named four teams: the Red Sox. We can't count out the Red Sox. I know the Red Sox had a terrible year last year, but let's see how they do. Let's see how Sale bounces back. Eduardo Rodriguez, who was out for the entire year last year because of COVID. They still have um JD Martinez. They have some nice pieces there. They added um Kiki, Logan, I, Devers, listen, They have Bogart, Devers, who's forward. a star. They have players. They lost, they traded for Benatendi, though. So let's not count out the Red Sox in this AL East. I know we, oh, we're gonna talk, we talked about the Yankees, but this division is going to be extremely tough. Well, here's the, the other you thing. We gotta but, also discredit the last year's season. Oh, well, last year was I don't situation. think you should discredit it. It's a, no, no, no. It's, more of, it's more of a breakthrough that they made it all the well, way to the end. What I mean by discredit, it was more for us and the fans and MLB just to save some revenue. So we got a 60-game season. We know that. It, it was, it worked, okay? They got it through. They got a World Series just like March Madness, just like the of Everything is – listen, we have some hiccups, but we chugged the water and we got through the season and everything is going through. Now we're back to a normal 162-game regular season. OK, there is no bubble. You know, we'll see how everything plays. Just be, plays. Do you think there'll be any issues with that? Right, listen, you're always going to have a couple hiccups. I think it's inevitable. Listen, if you're just if you're not a moron and if you watch any of the news, you can see that people now have been dying after having their second COVID shot. So because you're getting a lot of variants of the COVID, they just had the first person in Connecticut who died, whoever he had taken their second shot. Um, Tripp, I don't even know if you saw our good friend, Fiddy, Chris case, his mom's in the hospital after she really? already got a second shot. I mean, Gino got a positive tef- test after having a second shot. Now let's hope for good health for everyone. But listen, there's always an oops. There's an accident. You can see cases going up. I think we'll get through the baseball season. I don't know what the protocol is going forward. I don't know if it's a 10 day sit out 14 day, how will teams play it out, you know, because that could be a huge thing. You know, you lose if, God forbid what you use the Yankees, for example, what if Garrett Cole gets COVID, right? And he's out for two weeks. How will that how will that play into effect with the rotation for those two weeks? How will that play with Garrett Cole going forward for the rest of the season? Because we, we saw how it affected some football players. They were in the same So, I'm excited for the baseball season. As much as there hasn't been much talk about baseball, I'm excited to see baseball back now that you know there really isn't anything interesting. I just want to see that the Yanke- the guys that we continue to talk about, actually finally progress and play well. I want to see Stanton and Judge be on the field for more than twelve games a season. I want to see Gary Sanchez hit above two hundred. You know what I mean? I want to see the players that's, that's a lot, that right we through. expect to do well play well. You know what I mean? I think Torres started off really shaky. Uh, kind of. I won't. I use shaky. I I could use another word that was probably not polite, but. He finished stronger, but listen, I'm hoping these guys now with understanding what they have to put in what they have to do are ready to play. We're, we're not fat and out of shape. We've gotten a little bit healthier. We're ready to go, and and we're going to win 95 games, and we're going to win the NL East and be the number one seed, and you know, and the tournament comes through our stadium at Yankee Stadium, and, so, and in October, we're watching them play baseball against possibly the Dodgers. Who would you say – well, possibly. I, I don't see anybody in the NL beating the Dodgers. I do, but we won't get into we'll that. We'll get into that a little, but we talked about the Yankees. We talk about the – it seems like every year we talk about the same players, the Judge, the Stantons, the um the, Florezes, the Sanchez. It's all those type of guys, same guys. that. But if you had to think of for this team, who needs to step up for the Yankees to succeed? And when I say succeed, I mean bring home a championship. I'm not talking – this is year three now of, of Aaron Boone. And, or no, it's year four. Oh, year four, bro. Yeah. And he hasn't gotten to one ALCS. We need, when I talk about succeed, I'm not talking about just getting to the playoffs or getting to the ALCS. I'm talking about getting to a world series and winning a world series. Who would that be for you, Joe?
1: It's Aaron judge. It's Aaron judge all day long. I've said this the last two post seasons that the Yankees will go as far as Aaron judge takes them and i still think that's true when you talk about who needs to step up i mean the easy answer would be gary sanchez he can't play like garbage but that i mean again he he's 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 somebody that the yankees could do without if need be i i i i mean again i floated a theory before the show that if he's not playing well by june that at 6 million that's an easy cut for the yankees to make or trade him for a pitching piece somewhere whatever it would be an easy it would be an easy cut for the yankees to make Aaron Judge is the heart and soul of this team. Aaron Judge plays great. The Yankees play great. If Aaron Judge has a huge postseason series, I can't see the Yankees losing that postseason series. So I think this team goes as far as he does. That said, I think the guy who really could be a big difference maker for the Yankees is Giancarlo Stanton. If this guy's healthy for 150-some-odd games, that's, forget about it. I'm
2: about it. You, you, you stole my fire, but continue going because I was just going to say as much as you're 100% right about where this team goes will be based on Aaron Judge, what Jay and Stanton did in that playoffs last year at the end of the season showed it. that as bad as Judge played or did, he didn't play bad, but didn't have what we expected him. He carried him, and he can do that. We saw him do that with the Miami Marlins when he had that 50, yep. what, six home runs that season? 59, I mean, he had 59, 59 home runs. runs. So, listen, we're both right. I, listen, I would have went with Stanton, but I understand the judge thing. The only reason why I say Stanton is because of the money factor. And I think mo- as much as we want to discredit, when you have a $300 million credit, uh, $300 million man, and you have a guy who hasn't really gotten the extension, we're both right because one wants the extension, but the one already has the money. And I think when you have the money, like A-Rod, you there's more of a factor on you to produce because it's like, why did we trade for you, bro? But at least we brought Judge Jer- up from the, the from the ground. We our plant was growing from ground up. You were already a plant that we took out of the ground and tried to move it to my house. So and and I think he I think he's a tone center. I really do. He, because I mean just having him produced, I just think it makes it everything easier for everyone else because even if Judge doesn't hit that well, he still plays great defense. So he can help the team in so many other ways. And that's why I think Stanton is but listen, we've talked about the three monsters. I mean if we can if they can stay healthy and play halfway decent, they all three of those guys should hit over forty home runs. They all should hit around two eighty and this team should win hundred games. And that's Sanchez, Judge and Stanton. So and I'm, gonna, you know real go. quick you, ahead, you
1: could just to sort of build off what Teddy said. You're right again. You know, let's not forget how much money Giancarlo Stanton makes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. The Yankees expect that guy again, right? You could you could make the comparison to Cole and Severino, right? Well, Severino's your homegrown ace. Well, we're paying Cole a half million dollars. That's the guy that has to deliver. That's mm-hmm. the guy that has to step up and be a saw young candidate. If Seve shows up in the second half and pitches lights out. That's a bonus, right? Yep. That would be like that'd be great. I think it's the same thing. I I and, and and again, this comes down to dollars and cents, Teddy. You're a million percent right about Stanton. This was an investment the Yankees chose to pursue. And he, just signed, an extension, but he exactly. just signed it. So this, this is huge. This yeah, guy's absolutely. got it to, You're exactly right. You know, if the Yankees had signed him to a free agent contract of this monstrous size. The expectations from day one, Teddy, I think, would have been a lot different. The idea that they got him via trade, the Marlins ate some of the money, I think sometimes people sort of forget how much this guy's on the books for. And, and yeah, he's got to be out there, and he's got to deliver. And the, and like you said, though, when this guy's in the lineup, they win, especially they win. in the postseason. They win. Trev, can I just say one thing, and I'll let you continue with this conversation. No, that's joe's you know? no, thing And the other reason
0: why – well,
2: here's the other thing. The reason that's why, I well, here's the other reason, and I don't have the exact numbers or anything, but I know based on factual information that Judge has played in more games than Stan has the last two seasons. Now that's not saying a lot, but if it's you know, I think they played in 142 games total together. But I guarantee Stan's probably played in half the game that Judge has played in, so that's why I even say Stan so because he's missed more time than Judge, and that's right. incredible to say because Judge has missed a ton of my, a ton of time the last two years. So. Listen, both of them, I think the biggest key is for them to be healthy. I think if they're just healthy and they're on the field, they'll produce one way or another. So I was going to go with Giancarlo Stanton too because the last time we saw him, he was carrying the offense to almost a game five and an ALCS appearance. But I'm going to go with another guy. And it's a guy that is – I think this is a make-or-break year. We talk about a make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. This is a make-or-break year for Glaber Torres. The reason why I say I know he's only 24 years old. And you think, oh, wow, well, he's got plenty of years to go. Well, the reason why, if he struggles, not even at the bat, because we know what he can do offensively. He's one of the better, younger players in this entire game, probably in the top five, we would say. It's about his fielding. And we talked about this a lot, just like with Gary Sanchez. His fielding at shortstop is a huge concern. And if he struggles again, what do the Yankees decide to do with him? Do they call Story? And I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I said this to Joe before the show. The Yankees have a tough situation. I know their outfield is—they have it seems like entire roster full of outfielders, but it's their infield that is more difficult because you have a great third baseman with Gio, who's a, a a great Gold Glove third baseman, has some pop, can get some clutch hits. Then you got Glaber, who's a young star in this game. Then you got DJ, who's one of the probably the best utility guy in the entire game. Then you got Voit who is a very good first baseman, one of the better power first hitters in this game. So the Yankees have a tough situation knowing that if Glaber struggles again off or defensively, what do they figure out? Knowing as well that next free agency class, if you looked at the shortstop class, wow, there is a plethora of talent in that shortstop class, including maybe a Francisco Lindor availability too. So that's why I say Glaber Torres I know Judge 100% agree. Stanton, I would have said Stanton as well. But Gleyber Torres, there's a lot of pressure on him to succeed because he can't start off slow again like he did last year. We thought he was going to come in and have his outbreak season, but he didn't. This year, it's time. I know you're 24 years old, but if you struggle again at shortstop, the Yankees are going to have to figure out the issues going forward. Trevor, well, you put I've got- for your boy Trevor Story. I hope the
1: Yankees go after Trevor Story.
2: Hey, quick question, question for you. Um, what's been going on with our, our other third baseman that, you know, we thought was going to be the next in college oh, He's been, he's, he's non-existent.
1: He's, he's just fired. kind of there, His dude. I don't know. He's
2: literally at an all-time low. Yeah. Down.
1: Uh, it, it's shocking to think this guy was almost rookie of the year a couple of years ago and is basically a non-factor. Um, he did, I did see him, uh, play third base. Yeah, we were, two, so. we were thinking two
2: years ago. We were thinking that year. We we're thinking, oh, and do our torres. We got our third in short for the next twelve years. And boy, oh boy, uh, we couldn't buy yeah. this year.
1: Well, you know, here's the other interesting thing. I've seen a lot of people the scenario where they're like, you know, get rid of Voigt or get rid of Urshela and move this guy and move that guy, put Glaber back at second. I'll remind everybody how bad Glaber was at second. Um, whether it, it was wasn't any better. Dude, yeah, it was. It was not. It was not graceful. I mean, I remember in 2018 thinking defensively. Everybody was talking about how bad Andujar was. I was like, look at Glaber. What are you talking about? I it I think Andujar over Glaber. It yeah. So-
2: hey guys, we should just be like these Yankee fans. Like I sent you last night. Just trade Aaron Hicks for Ronald Acuna. Everything's solid. Or let's just perfect. Yeah. Let's just trade Stanton and, and send Stanton and Judge to LA for Mike Trout.
1: I do think. You know, uh uh Teddy, uh Trevor and I were talking a little bit earlier, and I did float the idea that if it becomes apparent to the Yankees that Glaber Torres and the messed up part is is he is a shortstop. This has been his his primary position, other than the couple of years he, he played second for the Yankees, he's a shortstop. And mm-hmm. if you've determined that this guy's not defensively good enough. Uh, and Trev, I don't. His bat's gonna bounce back. I think yeah, the COVID I, I and all that. So. I think. Listen, also, don't forget, as a kid, he's played two extremely long seasons, postseason and all that. So 2020 was. I, I'll throw that one out the window on Glaber. I'll expect him to hit around 335 home runs. I, that part I'm not worried about. It's the defense. Yeah, you, your shortstop can't be a weak link. Correct, and and especially yeah. on a team like the Yankees, where defense isn't necessarily. Their biggest thing—it's never—it's um, yeah. never been there. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's there for their glove anyway, and that's a problem. So I do well, think Gio, you're looking Gio, at Gio a scenario. Yeah, well, but Geo no, 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 got some not, pop. Gio's got got pop,
2: and he's clutch hit, He's a clutch That's hitter. the
1: whole thing with Geo. And I said this too to to your brother. Look, I think if Geo, and I've seen a lot of people suggest, you might not. This might not be the guy we've seen the last couple years. That it, he may revert back to you know, a, a two thirty. Yeah. We did say guy. that. We said that last year too. But again, let's pray. And let's hope that he continues to, to play well, and, and perform That's
2: at right. at, at, Play Go golf third base. I can live with that because uh, if anyone remembers Yankees, Scott Brochers wasn't the best hitter either. He's back like two thirty five when he was playing for the Yankees and only had about six home runs. But you know what? Any ground ball or a bunt, he picked it up and scooped it with rocket throw at the first base and he was a phenomenal third baseman.
1: Listen, sure, you're if you're a plus defensive player with a decent bat, there's a spot for you. But mm-hmm. it, you're talking about a scenario here where, listen, if the Yankees do have to move Glaber to second, and Lemayhew naturally moves to third, and maybe you pencil in uh, a Lindor or a Story well, or somebody like did that. They did with
2: Geo at shortstop for a couple games in spring training, just in case if situations did occur where you had to. Listen, you got you got to always be prepared for a what if. You it's know what I mean? to Have a guy like it's a good to have a guy like uh, Lemay who can play anywhere on the field. Well, and Tyler, and Tyler If Wade you do, do have a situation like you just said, where Gio goes to short, you could just put Glaber to second, and then you could put DJ at third, and at times that could I guess solve the
1: problem at times, but it's not going to solve it for the long term. No, I mean, that- which again is why I think long term, this is when we talk about what a big year this is for Sanchez, as far as oh, whether yeah. he has a future with it's his team. It's just as big not, as for Glaber. Yeah, wow. yes, I think Glaber is looking at a very similar situation where this is. You made the comparison to Daniel Jones. Yeah, this is the year where you got to show us you can do it all, and you're the guy. And and maybe the Yankees will sign him long term sooner rather than later.
2: Yeah because now he's going to have a full season, it's not a shortened season. Just like Daniel Jones will have all the weapons to surround. Him. Now it's, it it's the time. This is your time. And if you can't you can't come up in the big moments for us or clutch or help us out in key moments then sorry, we got we got to figure out a plan moving forward.
1: I do think Francisco Lindor is hesitant to sign with the Mets long-term because he's wondering about the possibility of that spot opening up across town. I firmly I ML. firmly believe that 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 that's a factor here that he is wondering if there's a way to be on the Yankees. He's a Yankee fan, Lindor.
2: You saw well, let's get, Joe, let's get, get into off, the NL, Chad. Before you say that question, Joe, you saw the Mets offered Lindor about ten years, three twenty-five. Great money. Now, yep. did you see Alonzo? Pete Alonzo said he goes. The Mets should pay should pay Paying him four hundred million. That that's malarkey, that's, that's, that's bro. Um that's like, Imagine that's declining three hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Four hundred. Listen, we talked about this before. No players are worth that, but we know what the market is. But that's just called driving the revenue up, meaning everyone else, because so like whoever's gonna be a shortstop next year is gonna be like, wait, I want to make more than Francisco so Lindor. You know what I mean? Some guys. I mean, listen, Trevor, you were joking when you talked about the DAC contract when it was like. Dak wants close to what Mahomes is getting. Now, he didn't get that type of money, but, I mean, he did pretty well for himself, at least in guarantees. But, uh, Joe, you really think what like, Doris thinking about already thinking about moving across th- Chi-Town mm-hmm. chi- and oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, hey, the in. North Haven? I mean to North Haven. Yeah. Why don't you? Don't if if, if, they're
1: it. At, if they're at 10 years, 325, in a, in a weird economy, in a weird market,
2: yeah. But would, Cohen go, would Cohen go up to that part, of the asking price? I could see so, because Cohen is going to try the Yankees, to, the Yankees are not are going to be good like, good Look, guy. we need to keep this guy. This guy's a star.
1: We well, Cohen's Cohen him. went on Twitter. This guy's such a jackass. He's so stupid. He goes online and he's like tweeting with the fans, and they're like, Sign him, you idiot. And he's like, I'm trying. <laughs> I mean, you either, I mean, this guy's got the money to do it. What yeah, he's done was do money last year. Again, it, it it just seems to me that if Lindor wanted to be there, like no, like if he was like, I want to be a Met, I've always wanted to be a Met, they would find they'd find some happy spot, 10 years, 3, 40, 50, whatever it's gotta be, and they'd get it done. 45 is more than enough. It is. What does he want? What does I, he don't look know at what, I don't know what he wants 385, oh, 10, 385. 385. So you're telling me again, you're telling me Cohen couldn't come back and be like, how about 360 and it's a done deal. How about 3 how about 325? You deal with how about it, just give me a, How about just give me a damn bill. Sure. Again, if he really wanted to be there, yeah, he, he would tired. have already signed the extension. But He's I was remember- looking at all of these other factors and again, I what's the most desirable position in baseball? It's shortstop on the Yankees. It's like what every kid dreams of from from Anywhere well, USA to anywhere around the world, kids dream of playing shortstop for the Yankees. I mean, it 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 it's a dream though, Joe,
2: Joe it used to be center field, though. Yes, it did. Everyone it
1: wanted
2: did. Everyone wanted to be the it Mick. Everyone field. wanted to be Joe D. Everyone wanted to be Bernie So Williams. let's get into let's get into the NL. Let's get, let's get into it. We just talked about the Yankees, and I know we didn't really get into the AL, but I think it's the Yankees AL. too. we'll get into predictions. So let me get into the NL, and the main question is. Who's stopping the champs in the NL? Who's stopping the champs in baseball right now? They, they have to be the odds-on favorite to repeat and be the first team to do it since those New York Yankees. So, I mean, you look at this team from top to bottom, offensively, pitching staff, a solid bullpen. You add David Price into that bullpen now, and then you got the one, two, three of Kershaw, the Cy Young winner, Trevor Bauer, and Walker Buell. I mean, come on. This Team is just stacked and should be in contention to maybe break the 116 win season this. Se- I know it's not going to happen, but they should be in contention because that's how talented this Dodgers team is. And I, it's it's kind of like the Nets team. There's no way I see anybody in the NL beating the Dodgers this year. Okay. So two teams that I would come to my mi- uh, three teams I would say that come to mind. If you want to go four, you go with the Nationals. You go with the Padres. You go with the Mets, and then you go with the Braves. Those would be the four teams you would have to say. But that's, I don't see anybody stopping these this team, guys. That that's funny you say that because I was that was what I was. I didn't know how you were going to say one, two, three, or four teams if you were going to mention them. Because the reason why I say that, Trev, is because the Mets can match them pitching for pitching. The, if or when Cindergard comes back, you're going to have Syndergaard – Syndergram. I like it. Cyndagram. Well, it's a combination. Did you hear about him? That's, that's a, a dominant. He dominant Raptor and we caught – I don't know. The what, loss we, of Ra- what the hell are you talking about, Justin <laughs> Wilson? I have no idea. But I'm, well, listen, I hope people laugh, are laughing at me because that's what makes us fun. Everybody's uh,
0: laughing at you.
2: Okay. Yeah, normally. So you'll have Stroman, too, as your number three. The Mets could have the pitch rotation. And now with Lindor in their lineup, they could at least have a good enough lineup to compete with the Dodgers. Then you got the Padres. We talked about the Padres. They made a lot of moves. They brought in Blake Snell. They have a lot of great young talent. Even though they got beaten in the two games against the Dodgers in the wild card last year, I think they have the team to compete against. But the team I, I think that has the best chance is the Braves, bro. I'm just I was looking. I got the roster in front of me, that's so why I'm probably looking down. They're gonna have their ace back, Mike. Uh, what's it? Mike Secura? Is that how you say his name, gentlemen? Okay. Yeah, he was out a year. Last year. year. He was out last year. Okay. He was mm-hmm. an 18 game winner. They also made a trade for Charlie Morin. Then they have Drew Smiley, Ian Anderson, and Max Fried. All good young pitchers that all can win 15 to 20 games. Then That's you look at the Lions. okay? Also, Trev, they brought in Will Hill, nice closer from the Athletics. But so you look at their catchers, Travis Denard, Freddie Freeman, Jose Albez, all could be MVP. Let's Kansas. not forget, this team was up 3-1 against the Dodgers in the NLCS. Exactly. Ozuna, okay, Ronald Acuna, who might be the best player in the NL, this team had the Dodgers. All they had to do was push them off the ledge. And they said, nah, it's like Scorpion and Mortal Kombat. Come here. And then they got killed and they lost. All they had to do was take the fatality hit and they didn't do it. This Braves team, they've been so close the last couple of years. You know sometimes when you have like a bad loss, you're so motivated. I think something like what happened with the Yankees last year. I think I could see a Yankees-Braves World Series. You said that about three years for the Yankees now? Well, because we're Yankee fans, we're a little biased. After so. three years of the Yankees, well, what are we Joe,
1: supposed to say? again, I kind of want to build off. I like what Teddy was saying. Look, uh, if you're the Braves, you're up three-one, and and Mike Soroka is healthy for you. Last year, you probably closed that series out. And we're not even talking about how good the Dodgers are. You look at the Yankees. The last two years, think about what Domingo Herman would have meant to the Yankees. Pitching staffs the last two years, Davey Garcia would not have started Game Two of the American League Division Series. That would have been Domingo Herman. And so, you know, you look at or 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 Severino, or Severino, absolutely. Which, which is why when, 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 when that whole dust up with Britain and and he had to, and, and the fans were like, he doesn't have to apologize. Oh, he does. He does not for the domestic violence. That's his personal life, but for the fact that the Yankees. Desperately needed one more starter each of the last two years, and he was the guy that was gl- like the glaring omission. It, Severino was out with injury, he was out because he's an idiot, and that's the difference. And that's to me, that's unforgivable. Where these these teammates gotta be like, Yeah, dumbass, you you killed us last well, year. My god, what a difference it would have made. So, yeah, listen, I love the Braves, Christian Paichey, their their uh rookie center fielder. I think is a dark horse candidate to be rookie of the year. Um, My Braves fans, buddies are telling me, watch out for this guy. Again, you look at Freeman. It's a a
2: difference maker for this whole NL, the addition of Trevor Bauer. I just think adding him came off his best season and is one of the better pitchers in baseball, winning a Cy Young, going to a team that really didn't need another pitcher like that, but to get him on a cheap deal, not a very cheap, it's not a bad deal either. They get it's him. just money. It's just, uh, just a little money, but it's only three. The Dodgers have tons you get of money. Him. That's why I say the Dodgers, this probably is the difference maker that probably gets the Dodgers easily to the World Series because you already look at their offense. Can you I ask you the- a question, Steph? Yeah. So, can I ask you a question? And I sure. don't know if this is a positive or negative, but because of how good the NL East is, okay, the Marlins are not going to be crappy. They made the playoffs last year. they won. They won they won the playing game, all right? The Marlins were no joke. Yeah, let's okay? not forget about that. Do you think that hurts or helps the winner of that division if it is the Braves because on a weekly basis, the five teams in your divi- in your division are all caliber playoff teams where the Dodgers are going to be coasting against the Rockies and the Giants and they're only tough and the Diamondbacks and they're only tough matchup. Is going to be when they play the pod. T- I think anytime in any sport that you can play in a division where it's competitive and you go against some of the better teams in that conference, you learn a lot from who you are as a team and who you are as your, against your opponents. Where
0: the,
2: are, where the Dodgers, they go against a Padres team who's going to be in contention as one of the top five teams this year. They're just that damn good and they should be. But with the, you see, like the Mets and even the Marlins, who a lot of people think are going to be hor- horrible. I mean, this was a playoff team. They went to the playoffs. They played the Braves in the divisional round. So let's just not discredit. It. All five teams have the capability of. Maybe it's because of the shortened season, but I would say the reason why having a division that's tougher that you beat the crap out of each other it helps you. It learns who you are as a team and how you play against the better teams in your. Could that wear you down? You want to have the tougher competition. Yeah, but could that wear you down? Yeah. You don't want to be – I could wear you down, but you don't want to be having to play against the Rockies or the Diamondbacks, the Giants, all three teams that are going to be really bad. You're going to go, well, that's coast through. Let's just go right through the division like that. Then you play a team like the the, the Nationals or the Braves, and they punch you in the mouth, and you're like, oh, oh, snap. We haven't been used to this all year. Or the Mets or somebody's like, yeah, we've been dealing with it. We're Rocky Balboa. We're going to keep coming at you because we've been dealing with it all year. Joe, what do you think?
1: Listen. The the Dodgers to me are just too good. It it you know I I yeah. in, a, in a 7 game series, all you can hope for is that they don't hit and that maybe the pitching isn't just don't show up. Because, because otherwise you're 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 donezo. Um there are uh five Cy Young awards in that clubhouse amongst three guys. One of them won't even be in the rotation, if you if you can believe that. Walker yeah. Bueller's a guy who will win David Price. one David in Price, his yeah, career David
2: Price won one, yep. Yeah.
1: And don't forget, uh, Josiah Gray, the number two prospect for the Dodgers, uh, is their stud uh, starter of the future. So, I mean, they they, they could conceivably lose Kershaw, Kershaw for the year. Price could pitch out of the bullpen this year, and your that that rotation won't skip a beat. You talked about how good that bullpen is, how good their lineup is. When you, Do you know what at, this Dodgers team and, and reminds me of, you know? yeah, they remind me of the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They're so yes deep and
2: talented, that they have to not literally show up to not win. I don't know how they would fear against the Yankees because the Yankees match up with them star power, and hopefully that pitching staff can compete to what we expect them to. No, but the, you, to the you, you look at the I'm NL – hold on, hold on. You look at the NL, you put them against anybody on paper, they're by far – and that even means the Padres, too. They're by far the best team. It's like they over, they can't show up or they have a bad pitching game or they just don't hit at all. It's like the Gonzaga Bulldogs. If they just well, start, if they have a bad day, that's... One, the- one the- argument I can have about that, Trev, is the Dodgers have superstars on the team. The Gonzaga players don't have superstars. Now, I know... Well, you I mean, listen, I know. Listen, listen, I'm not talking basketball, but Drew Timmy is, is un- unbelievable for Gonzaga and the kid Suggs is going to be a top 10 pick. He's tremendous. Yeah, but what Pittsburgh. I'm saying is if you, th- if you were going to relate to this to college, you would talk about the 1991 UNLV running Rebels when they had Larry Johnson, Greg Anthony, and um, I forget some of the yeah, other. You're Duke. talking about a team that comes back that has star power all over it. You know what I mean? Like the Duke Blue Devils in 1999 with Trajan Langdon and Elton Brand and Corey Maggette. And um, you know I mean? when you're bringing out three, four, five first-round picks and you're talking about veteran guys too. Listen, I mean, think about this. you got Corey Bellinger and Mookie Betts in the outfield. I mean, this Corey Seager. Those three guys right there could be MVP candidates. Here's your three MVPs with Justin Turner. I mean, and the started pitching. Now the bullpen. This, uh, you name it all. It's it's just like it's gonna. You're gonna have to play your A game, especially when it comes to the postseason. You're hey, it's an A game against his team. It's this like the best team. You just knew that Red Sox team back a couple years ago was destined. To win, they were the best team all year. For maybe other than a week in baseball, they were the best team that year. Also led by Mookie Betts, by far, maybe the only team that was going to give them competition that year was the New York Yankees. Joe, and- is this the best roster you've seen put together in some time? And I'm only I think, asking. I think with the addition of Trevor Bauer, that makes it makes. I'm not asking that- you. Oh, sorry. I'm not asking you. I'm asking Joe, who's got a little bit more seniority on us and can go back a little bit longer and say, okay, first stop- off. And he also a little bit more follows baseball than us on a daily basis so that's why I'm asking this listen yeah, yeah. I I'll tell you
1: I I think when you look at the depth of the rotation when you look at the depth of the starting lineup and the bench and the bullpen yeah I mean I don't know that I don't know that there's ever been a baseball team this stacked literally ever. I mean that that's how good and how deep it is. Again, where David Price a Cy Young award winner probably won't make a start for them this year barring maybe two or three guys getting hurt and having to miss starts. Um the idea that they contemplated not bringing Justin Turner back for a while, it's like really they don't even they don't even need that guy and they went and they brought him back anyway. So yeah, this is a team that I mean on paper there's no flaws. And, and the worst thing you could say about them is that Clayton Kershaw gets hurt a lot and then comes back and pitches like the ace well, that what he is. Do. Guess
2: what, David Price, come on in.
1: Right? So, again, like, there's there's not a real weakness here. Even Dave Roberts has emerged, I think, is one of the best managers in all of baseball. This is a guy who doesn't – you know, you don't see Dave Roberts, who replaced Don Mattingly, who, as you guys know, we all love Donnie baseball. He did not understand the National League rules – the double switches tended to get Donnie in some trouble. This guy knows his stuff. He knows his team. They trust in him. He trusts in them. And again, you look at the talent on this roster. I can honestly tell you in my entire life, I've never seen a team with this kind of depth in all three areas. Uh, it's, it's, it's honestly mind-blowing. And, and yeah. to me, the, the only thing that could go wrong for the Dodgers is catast- I mean, multiple injuries. Maybe Mookie Betts. And Ellinger uh,
2: both going down with like major, yeah, yeah, they
1: run into each other on a collision and they're out for the season. I mean, you would need like comical scenarios to me for this Dodgers team not to probably win at least 108 to 112 games.
2: Well, let's get into the teams, the darlings. It seems like that everybody really likes this year the Mets, the White Sox, and the Padres. Those are three of the teams. I'm not going to say the Braves, I'm not going to say the Nets. Why national- the White Sox? Because I feel I've seen the Reds, uh, the White Sox as one of the the darlings of the AL. Maybe the team that can compete for an AL championship. I think the loss of Jimenez is huge, though. Losing him in the offense is going to be a huge loss for that team. But this team's very talented. That's the dar. They're one of the darlings in the AL. The Mets, for obvious reasons, going to get Lindor. You get Syndergaard back. You add some good pieces in that offensive lineup. White up for the A's? who it seems like everybody, it was like all of a sudden, the San Diego Padres. I mean, two years ago, we're thinking, oh, Manny Machado, why did he go to the Padres? Well, two years later, look at the look at the freaking Padres now. We're saying, well, Machado made, I think, a good decision, huh? I think he's the one that made the good decision, and Harper didn't make it with the
1: going to the Phillies. What do you do expect from these three teams if you had to say, Joe? To, to me, the White Sox are the team that I think this year will probably be the best of the three. No way. Okay. I, I say that only because I, I think if you're the Padres, and again, look, I think the Padres, like the Yankees a few years ago, I think they got really good really fast. And I unfortunately think this year there might be a little bit of a, a tiny bit of a step back for them as a team. Okay. Um. Again, do you Darvish and Blake Snell one, two? That That could be phenomenal. Or that could be mediocre um and i and i so again you got to factor that in we talked before the show about uh chris paddock being in the five spot right now but already uh danielson lamette is going to miss the first few starts and now you're already moving guys forward into the into the you're putting your four into your three and you're you know what i mean so already i don't i don't like that i still think this team is young i think they have great energy i think the success of last year might hurt them a little bit that there could almost might be an, an expectation that you're just going to get through. You know, again, you're probably going to be behind the Dodgers by the end of May, by 10 games, and it'll be that way for most of the rest of the season. And and let's be honest, guys, fighting for a wild card fun, but doesn't it take the, some of the sting out if you're 14 games back and it feels like an insurmountable thing? It could start to have a psychological effect on you. So I think just from a competition standpoint, San Diego's, not a shoe in to win a wild card. I've got them going. I think they'll Do you make have it- of these teams going to the playoffs. I don't have the Mets going. And I'll I'll get to the Mets in a second. For me, uh, the White Sox, I think they've got the pitching. They've got a good you you added a guy like Lance Lynn to, yeah. to Jolito and, and and Keiko. They got a pretty good bullpen over there. That lineup. I mean, you're talking about the American League uh, uh, MVP and Jose Abreu. Um yeah. Everybody loves Tim Anderson. Louie Robert uh, oh, is, I love, is I love that. Is, he's a
2: star in the making,
1: but right, Adam Eaton. I mean, this team's got depth. They've got gritty veterans. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got a four hundred year old manager, Connie Mack. Glad he's back. I'm. Not, I'm sorry, Tony Larusa. Oh, um, man. you know, <laughs> I, I, I I tell you, you know, I, when I first saw that hire, I thought I don't love that, and now the more I think about it, I kind of do. Uh, and to hear Tim Anderson and and some of the guys talk about how much they love Tony Larusa, how bought in they are to the system, I feel like the White Sox, they're they're gonna probably win the the American League Central. I think that's I gonna happen. No, no, they're not. So to me, I think I think they're you you and you could be right. I think they're they've got the easiest path to the playoffs of the teams on the list. Again, for me, the Padres are gonna be fighting with the Mets with the with a lot of teams for that wild card. I think yeah. the White Sox are a little more A direct route to the postseason for And for me, for the Mets Look, I, it, they're a good team They've got vastly better But It's the Mets I just <laughs> The, Mets, the Mets will find a way to mess this up I know they will oh, I don't oh, know oh, what oh. it's going to be yet But it's going to be something And it's going to be spectacular
2: So <laughs> So, I'll make so, so the Padres are making the playoffs. They're going to be the wild card. And listen, they're the second best team in the NL. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I like the Braves a lot. So maybe the second or third, but like you said, if you start realizing that you're 10 games or eight games behind the Dodgers in May or June, are you really going to push the envelope to try to win the division? We're like, Hey, listen, let's just win our games. Do what we have to do. We're not going to catch them. Let's not try to, uh, overdo it. You know, on the, Listen, making the puffs is still good. If You don't want to go too hard, you know, and how would I say? A volcano. What are you trying to get at? What the hell are you trying to get at right now? Something what, I can't say. You don't want to shoot too early. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't shoot. Your, yeah, don't shoot. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I got you. The volcano. But, Joe, I was just reading about on that. Uh, you're a sicko. 538 uh, thing. So the White Sox. They picked up uh, Liam Hendricks too, their pen, but yep. they lost James McCann as a catcher. So and it was the and they were saying teams that usually take a step up in one year usually take a step down the following year. So I still think the twins are the class of that division. Um and they did they you the replace um, uh,
1: oh, by the way, they replaced McCann with Yasmani Grindal. So oh
2: Ooh, not they, bad the Dodgers. they
1: did they, yeah. they had, had Grindel,
2: they had both McCann and Grandal, right? Yeah, and McCann, and McCann went to the Mets. Correct. Yes.
1: Yeah. So now Grindal is yeah. one of the better
2: catchers in the game. I still think the Twins. I mean, they bring, 150. To, they bring uh, they sign a uh, how do you say Trev and Simmons Simmons, uh, the yeah, shortstop from so the Angels. Angels. So yeah. listen, I think the Angels. Watch out for the Angels this year, baby. Oh my God, the, the, the Angels,
0: Joe. Oh my God, they're
2: going to win the wild card. White Sox oh, yeah. not making the playoffs. Yeah, with Dylan Bundy as his number one. <laughs> listen, I'll tell you. Watch out for the A's. The a's every year we we knock on them, and next thing like you know, are the win. race So, listen, I think maybe the Angels win. The, get the wild card this year with the Rays.
1: All right, Twins, maybe my second, Mets. my second wild card is the A's coming out of and, the American League. And
2: sure, I'll tell you this: I just I would like to see the Mets succeed. Okay, for a lot of people that I have that I'm friends with that are Mets fans. I just look at that division and go, are they good enough to beat the Nationals? Are they good enough to beat the Phillies? Are they good enough to beat the Braves? On a consistent basis. One game, we know how it works, March Madness Tournament. You get an 11 seed beating a 1 seed. 3 out of 5, 5 out of 7. Are they good enough? I don't think so. I just – the story since I've been alive for 33 years is the Mets will find a way to blow it in the ninth. And I and not figuratively in the ninth, but they'll find a way. Where oh, I mean, think really about bad. the years where they were up by five, seven games in September, and they blew it. They didn't even make, That's the Mets' story, and the I chance. don't. It's it's the was, who who who's their manager? I mean, and I, I'm not saying that like who's their, but like who's their leader, right? Is Pete Alonso going to be their first baseman, which is a deficiency? Do if they bring listen, I'll put it this way. I think if, if baseball can come to an agreement and somehow get the universal DH, which is best for baseball, okay, because I don't want my $37 million pitcher running down the line or having to worry about getting hit in the hand. Sorry. If the Mets can move Peter Wanzo to DH, and I forget who their left fielder is. Um, uh, oh, Dominic Smith? And move him to first base, who is a much better defensive first baseman, to the Mets. I think that increases the Mets' lineup and makes them a better potent offense, which will allow them to succeed I think if you have to play that game where like do I play the defensive guy? Because you're gonna to have to have Alonzo in the lineup. Okay. And I think the biggest thing is well, Alonzo bring back what he was his rookie season, fifty home runs and bat where he's not like playing like Gary Sanchez, where you're like, who is this guy? Where is he? Well let's not let's not hold also so, they could probably have a – depending on this whole indoor situation, hopefully that doesn't linger into a it's really linger. Play baseball because if you saw well, Anthony I know, Richards, but you know I, that it's gonna be you know that it's gonna be a talking so, point for it's going to be on their mind because he's not going to accept the deal right now. So unless some breaking, so you saw Anthony Rizzo, right? He said, "No more contract talks. Baseball's on. We'll talk in the offseason." That's what they should said. do. That's what they hundred percent should do. I see all. The, I mean, I mean, I'll get into my division winners at the end when we do a World Series and all that stuff. But right before we get into that, let's do a bold prediction, Joe. You see my you got a bold prediction. Let's hear it.
1: My bold prediction is Giancarlo Stanton wins the MVP, plays 155 games, hits 48 home runs, drives in 135 runs, and just
2: is. What is this? A Rod? You go with Stanton, even though the guy who you need to succeed for the Yankees, you pick Judge. He's the best mo- because I know what Joe was saying. He's the yeah. most important for the Yankees to be successful. Which what? Stanton, Stanton, Stanton is doesn't way. play defense. And that's hurt players going forward of not playing defense. If he's a, if he's playing 130 games as a DH, 60, if, he 60 I, home runs. I, what no did play. I just
1: say? I said if this guy plays 150 games, yep. hits 48 home runs. I mean, dude, it's gonna be all any because that listen, it's not gonna just be 48 home runs. It's gonna be 48 moonshots. At 144 miles an hour, you know, on the Stratocaster machine. and We're going to be watching them every night. Like, look at another stand. This one was 136.8. We're going to go nuts for those home runs. So, it's going to be the way that he does it that's going to help him. Now, listen. Mike Trout is winning the MVP, Joe. He's
2: the best player in baseball. He does everything great.
1: Bro, when we get to our actual picks, I've got Trout winning MVP. Uh, You asked for a bold prediction. This is a bold prediction. There's a lot of ifs on this bad boy. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but if it did, (laughs) this is how. uh, Again, I think this guy's got the the potential to. And I'm serious when I say this. Think about when Barry Bonds was hitting home runs. Right. And ESPN constantly would cut to it. No matter Mm. what was happening, they were like. Screw this for a minute. Let's go to Candlestick where Barry's about to put another one in the lake. And, and that's what it was. Giancarlo Stanton, again, coming off such a good postseason, and we know what he could do when he's healthy. This This sport is so desperate for a star, a star that would embrace the limelight, which I think is the other big knock on Mike Trout.
2: Well, My I think Trout- you can say that Fernando Tatis has emerged as maybe that face of baseball. He's electric.
1: But again, there should, nobody should have had the opportunity to be the face of baseball because Trout should have ate that up. But he doesn't want to be the face of anything. And so it yeah. opened up that opportunity. I think Giancarlo Stanton could captivate this country this summer Hitting moonshot after moonshot, <laughs> I'm telling you, it, ESPN would be cutting in. So this we is can become watch not
2: the, the bold team. prediction. This has become the boldest prediction. Now he's talking. This about- is
1: the, but again, he's he also together, he's gonna. Don't let's just bring back, bro, the- he's bro. More likely, the country from moonshots. More likely, he plays. Mean. He plays 70 games and hits eight home runs this year. Listen,
2: your bold <laughs> prediction should have just stopped. That he played at 150 games. But if you do remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, so
2: Ted, what is your bold prediction? I, listen, I just want to shut up for a second. Didn't Stan start out really well in April last year before he got hurt? Didn't he have a good start to
1: the season? Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah, did. And like we're, a good and we're five like, games. Remember, we were like, <laughs> Yeah, five games, five very
2: good games, though. I'm very good (laughs) game work. Remember, Joe, Trev, you and me were sending Joe messages. We're like MVP, here he comes. (laughs) Next, you know, hurt. See you later. Oh, my favorite. That's the the
1: worst part too. Is I think he had a couple hits in the game, and then it was like, oh, he's going to be out tomorrow. It's like, all right, that's not bad. My favorite is always just the Gary Sanchez argument. That's always my favorite. (laughs) That's the only. I love Gary Sanchez. I don't want to beat the drum again. Look, you know, bottom line is, if the guy, if the guy can't produce. I'm telling you, I think he's on a leash. And I think that leash by June, if he's not playing well, Gary Sanchez will no longer be with the Yankees. He can't be be in such an important position and be the most obvious, glaring problem. And at just $6 million, dude, again, that's money that a Steinbrenner could eat for lunch. That's That's not a lot of money. That's the only reason they they tendered him that contract. They told him he's got to prove it. He came out, looked great, and now he looks like garbage again. And if it's gonna be that, you know, I love the guy, mm-hmm. but I'm more than willing to move on from him. If if this hasn't been solved, then it's a problem, and the Yankees will need to address right. it because I think they need a, a, a they need a quality catcher behind the plate. Bottom line, and if it can't be him, I hate to say it, but move on.
2: Ted, what's your bold prediction?
1: Ah remember last year, I think I was right. I said Why are you the Mar- make this
2: so I said the Mar- I was a thinking bold prediction. I don't know. You I never was- think that's your problem. My joke was gonna be Mike Trout doesn't win every pick. That was gonna be my bold prediction. Um you didn't last year. I mean, I don't know. I mean one. Yankees win hundred games. I mean, they, they, people would say that's not a bold prediction. I think it is a bold prediction because that means people were healthy, they played well, and they because when's the last time did the Yankees win hundred games last year? Yeah, back-to-back years. They won 100. No, years.
1: they didn't win 100 last year because there wasn't enough games. <laughs> it was, only, it was only 60 games. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have won 100 in every full season.
2: You know, I, I was going to say something yeah. stupid. Like, to be funny, I was going to be say something stupid like the Angels are going to trade Mike Trout, you know. That would be because fair. they realize their team is tanking and they need like every prospect in their mind. Oh, come- right. Maybe that judge,
1: maybe that judge Stanton for a Kuna trade that uh that Yankee oh, yeah, group were talking so about.
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> <literally standing laughs> Sanchez wins comeback player of the year.
1: Okay. <laughs> we got Joe laughing
2: at that one now a year ago celebrating
1: because I don't, I don't, I mean, right now, honestly, and watching the way the guy's been playing the last couple weeks, I um, I was optimistic that whatever he did in the offseason, dude, look, a 28-year-old guy going to play winter ball should tell you a lot about his his work ethic and his character. The idea that he was like, no rest, no family time, I I got to start hitting, I got to get better. Played winter ball again, got off to a good start, leveled right off. Guess his spring training, hit the cover off the ball, making some p- plays behind the plate, falls off the map again.
2: He'll it, go down to that me, one it, of the biggest wasted tower for the Yankees. If he – if Joe's prediction of early were like, he's hitting 179 or 212 with, like, 10 home runs in June, it's like, all right, dude. Like, th- this ain't cutting it for us, bro. We could get this from Joe Schmo down the street and Kyle Ishigawa and, and whoever else we got on the back burner, okay? I'd rather have one of those guys. They'll give us better defense or whatever. It's, See, I, heard, uh, I heard Joe's league's looking for players. Maybe they can always call uh, Gary. We talked about this. He can't hit the curveball. He's like Pedro oh, yeah, Serrano true. in Major League. We should have yeah. got him a full chicken. <laughs> so here's my bold, here's my bold prediction. I'm going to go Juan Soto is going to hit for the triple crown this year. Oh my God, Last year you had him winning the MVP. Oh, we're doing the whole league? I thought we were just doing AL. Oh, crap. I would have made up something good. Well, that's why you don't pay attention. You're done. That's because you're leading the show. You're off, you're off the team. You're off. the team. When Joe's leading the team, I follow his lead. When you're <laughs> leading the team, I just do whatever. Like when the substitute teachers in the substitute teachers, and I do whatever I want. We, we don't follow rules. Do we have homework? not nah, throw the papers around. Who cares? I don't know. So what's your bold prediction then for everybody? Then I'll give you the I'll give you the floor. So I had yeah. Ronald I say-
1: Ronald, Ronald Cunha wins MVP in the NL. That's not bold. With a 40-40
2: season. I was actually going to say that, too, 40-40, because I think he's been close. I don't think he's had I think so. I think Soto goes 46, 140 RBIs, and bats three, 48, and wins triple crown. How about, how about Chuck, this would be a bold prediction. The Dodgers don't win the division. That would be a bold prediction because they are at odds on fate. Or how about not winning
1: the NL would be bold. So, speaking of that. Oh, you want more bold? How about they don't win the division, the Rockies do? Yeah, okay. Well, that would be <laughs> let's Trevor's bold. That's it's bold. It's, <laughs> it's,
2: it's, if Trevor Story hits like five hundred home runs, maybe they'll have a shot. Maybe. Dude,
1: uh, real quick, imagine being a Colorado Rockies fan though this year, knowing that they're probably going to move Trevor Story shortly, and your favorite yeah, yeah, player Nolan is a Cardinal. You're like they can't oh. sign them. They can't sign him. They that's can cool. Cool. I, I, so they yeah.
2: said, No, I just looked at a report. They they don't have enough they're not gonna have enough money to sign it. listen. Stop I'm, that with They don't have the money. They do have the money. I'll just tell you one thing. It's gotta yeah. be more than to be a Rockies fan to have all those guys that come through the, the teams. I think the only guy that ever stayed there was Todd Helen. I mean the Houston Te- Todd- like the Houston Texans. Like the Houston Texans. They have all great talent. They just waste it. Nah, that's worse. We don't care about the Texans. So let's let's get on to what we're talking about, leader of the pack. Come on, Coach. Yeah, leader of the pack. All right, it so let's, let's start off with our MVP predictions and Cy Young, and then you have your division winner. Do you know who you have for – Yeah, we'll do division winners. Don't give an explanation, and then we'll pick our World Series and World Series winners, and we'll get to that. So let's start off with the NL MVP. Ted, the floor is yours. I think it's either I think it's either Ronald Cooney or Freddie Freeman. Uh so I'm gonna say I'm gonna go two guys Freddie in the break Yeah, I just I I just think you say he's gonna repeat. He didn't win the MVP last year. Freddie Freeman was the one that won MVP actually last year. Now that I remember you saying it. He won no, MVP. He bats. Freddie Freeman won MVP last year. No, he did not.
1: Yo. Um yeah, <laughs> so I young. I think I think when we were talking earlier. I'm telling you, I Freddy think was... I think both names came up, and I think we said yes to both of those, which is what which is I what I Freddy think is so... Freddie Freeman, Freeman must... was the MVP of the regular, regular season. Yes, yes. Hey, Jeff, uh... I got a bold
2: prediction for you. Oh my god, <laughs> this will go this this will go with the MVP though. Francisco one more thing. Francisco Lindor wins MVP and leads the Mets to the playoffs. There you go. There's a bold and MVP if you want to be. Fun, but I think it comes. I listen. I just think the Dodgers have. Did two you decisions. just pick it, or what you say? Did you? Uh, yeah, no, a- I, I, It's going to be Ronald Acuna. But I would say a bold prediction would have been Francisco Adore. And the only reason why I'm not taking the Dodgers, I think, when you have too many great players, you take away from each other. You know what I mean? Where well, it's, like, exactly. if could still had 30 home runs and 100 RBIs, but Bellinger could have 35 home runs on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and Justin Turner could have a hundred. You know, I mean, they they got so many players on the team. Corey Seager who's the world series mvp he should be a possible uh mvp candidate so i just think <laughs> it's going to be two you're going to be picking between your kids like joe what's your favorite kid even though i know you have one it's you know. <laughs> yeah i do um you already know my <laughs> what's up, yeah, buddy. What's <laughs> up <man? laughs> you already know my NL mvp cuz i just gave you my bold prediction so it's juan soto i expect juan soto to bounce back i said it last year and i'm going to stick to it again I think this guy is one of the most electric players in all of baseball. I know Tatis is a big, but I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with. You're off the team. Soto. I'm going to, and I have Juan Soto leading the Nationals to the playoffs as one of the uh, wild card teams.
1: I also have Juan Soto for MVP. And as I mentioned earlier, I also have the Nationals making the postseason based on the strength of Juan Soto. <laughs> You're off the
2: team, Ted. Vice okay, <laughs> So we're both on Juan Soto. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So let's get
1: into. And by the way, just so you know, I wrote all my stuff down. This is, this was written well earlier today. So I don't yeah. want anyone to think that I'm jumping on anybody's pick.
2: You want, you want to see what I wrote? We just keep it in our heads. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember, so oh,
0: let's get
1: there. into the so
2: let's get into the AL MVP. Who wins the AL? And I already said it before the show. We should not pick any
1: Yankees because it's Mike Trout, because it's been too long since he won it. And I know baseball wants to rectify that immediately. So it doesn't really matter what he does. Mike Trout wins it. Right,
2: absolutely. And- that, listen, that's right. Bring back greatness. Bring back the best player in baseball. Mike Trout wins it again. Another 40 home runs, 285. Has five thousand RBIs, fifty steals. We're rocking and rolling now, I, and a
1: 220 batting average with uh, in in high leverage situations, in clutch situations. <laughs> but that's all right. He's still the greatest player well, of all
2: time. And I'll, and I'll 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 go build off of our funny show today. Is if either one of those guys can play 150 games, Judge or Sand should win the MVP. If either I'm, one of them can play 150 games, one of those two should win the MVP. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to go with Alex Bregman. I think Alex Bregman is going to have a bounce back here. I do like Alex Bregman. I don't like what he did in the whole situation. I think there's still garbage for that, but I do like the kid as a baseball player. Literally he's like, or figuratively? <laughs> he's, literally, <laughs> he's, he's literally one of the better players in baseball, and he's one of the favorites to win. I'm going to go with Alex Bregman of the Houston Astros, shockingly. To win the AL MVP. So let's get into... Hey, An- you Great, you mushed him. Just like you mushed Soto last year, you mushed him. Whatever. So then me and Joe will both be mushed. Because we both... <laughs> so let's get into the NL Cy Young. I think we should all just agree that it's going to be our guy, Jacob DeGrom. He's been the best pitcher in baseball the last five years. It's not even close. Five years? I want to go five years. 2000, uh, 2016, he's literally been the most... He's been the best pitcher. So are we all on uh, Jacob Degrom?
1: No, uh, definitely not. I got. I think Trevor Bauer is going to have a better year than he had last year because he's also going to have run support. Oh, And no. I, I, think for this guy to be able to go out there, and I mean, I think you'll see a great first year out of Trevor Bauer. Um, you know, for sure, uh, at this guy. I mean, he's in L.A. He's got the market he wants. He's got the attention that he wants. He's gonna, he's gonna be flapping his gums. It's gonna be a great year for Bauer. I just think this team is so good. He's gonna, he's gonna, ha- he's gonna win twenty games. Wow! He will win, he will win twenty games, and his ERA will be around two. And in, he'll look as dominant as Degrom, but the difference is he'll have the Dubs, oh, and it'll dubs? be hard to ignore twenty wins to eleven wins. You'll, you you'll have to when you look at all of the other numbers, the ERA and the WHIP and all that. You'll have to at the end of the day be like, yeah, but. He did win nine more games. So I know the I know the win, which is literally the whole point of the sport, is an undervalued, you know, over uh, whatever stat. But give me a break.
2: I'm going to go with Shane Bieber to repeat, too. Just like you did with Trevor Bauer. I'm going to go Shane Bieber. He won last year. That man has established himself as one of the best pitchers. I would go Garrett Cole, but as we know, Yankees don't win awards like this because there is that Yankee bias. No matter what people want to say, it's the truth. So I'm going to go with Shane Bieber to repeat as AL Cy Young of the Year. Yeah, I was just reading something. I was just looking at some stuff that – I was just looking at some milestones to think about in baseball this year. Can you answer the damn question? It's Gary Cole, bro. Oh, wow. If he's he's going to be the best pitcher in baseball or the second-best pitcher behind DeGrom, he should win the Cy Young, right? If we think the Yankees are going to win 100 games, that means he's winning 20 games. That means he's pitching for a full season. That means 150 games out of Judge and Stan, he should win 20 games. The the, uh, Rays are not as good. Red Sox are not as good. He should win every beat. I mean, excuse me, um, Cy Young. Why not, right? This is what we paid him for. Cy Young, he pitched really good last season, but it was only 60 games. Let's see what Garrett Cole is going to be in 162 games, right? This is oh, what we bring him in. Yes. This is what we pay the big money for. This Number is this, this guy has a chance to win 20-plus games this year. Absolutely. This team is good enough to win 100-plus games. The lineup, as we said, if it could stay somewhat healthy for 90, 80% of the time, all right? You know what I mean? If we can get Gary Sanchez to play in 135 games, if we and hit to 40, okay, I'll take it with 30 home runs. We're gonna have Clint Frazier, who in a full, full season, could hit 35 home runs. Labor 35 home runs. If Judge and Stanton can play 140 games each, I'll take it. 20 games off, that's fine. A little rest, a little here and there, whatever. That's those guys should be MVP candidate, which means Garrett Cole should be winning three out of every four starts, if not more. He's
1: dead. I had, I had originally written down Shane Bieber and then I crossed him out. And for all the same reasons Ted just said, I just think Garrett Cole is too good. I think over the course of a full season. I want to take Cole. That's the thing. I just Yeah, don't. you know, listen, I, I don't disagree with you. And the reason right? the reason I wrote Bieber down in the first place is you're right, the Yankees don't ever get these awards. I think what's gonna happen this year is I think now that he's comfortable. He's in a good spot. And because I think Higashioka will be catching him literally within two weeks uh, as his personal catcher, I think this guy's going to probably win 20 games. I think he's going to strike out 300 batters or so. I think the numbers are going to be so dominant that it would be really hard for the Baseball Writers Association of America to, to say it's anybody else. So Plus, I they're think gonna be
2: Cole, playing well. they're going to be in Yankee Stadium with fans. Yeah. It's not going to be pitching in San Diego. Only thing he needs to do better is try to just get away from giving up the long ball. I know he gives up a lot of long balls at times, but, hey, it happens. It's baseball nowadays. Two total home run shots I'll take. Let's well, let's get bad. into our division winners quickly and then our World Series matchup and World Series winner. Yep. First, I got the Yankees winning the East. I got the Twins winning the Central. I got the West. I got the A's winning the West. The wild card teams. I got the White Sox, and I got – the Astros. Yep. So I'll just I'll – I'll repeat it really. Yankees East, Twins Central. I got the Astros winning the West. I got the Athletics winning the wild card with the Rays in the East.
1: I got Yankees winning the East, White Sox Central, Astros West, Blue Jays wild card, Athletics wild card.
2: Okay. In the NL, I got the Nationals winning – no, you know what? I'm going to go with the Braves. I do say the Braves are the the most Get talented. Go with you got. What you got. I'm go, no, I'm going to go with the Braves. And the Central? I'm going to go with the Cardinals.
1: Yeah, go with your heart on that one.
2: <laughs> Nolan <laughs> Arenado <laughs> and Paul Goldschmidt. One of the best quotes of all time. Paul Goldschmidt's going to have 50 home runs, 140 RBIs oh. from Joe. And he completely had it. No, I'm season. surprised that wasn't your bold prediction that Nolan oh. Arenado wins MVP. No, I didn't do that. No, 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 no. No, I think the West were all on the Dodgers. And in the wild card, I have the Padres and I have the Nationals. So you said Braves, Cardinals, Braves. And, yep. and Nationals and Padres. All right, next. You're up, Joe. I've
1: I'm got in, the in
2: agreement. That's why.
1: Oh, good. I've got Braves, Cardinals, Dodgers. And wild cards are Padres Nationals. So, oh, is so that oh, what you guys said, too? Now that I'm reading it, like that is what you guys said. Damn it. Three of a
2: Three of a, three of a, three of a kind. Now, I tell you one thing. I think the Phillies – I think a lot of people are not talking about the Phillies, but I think the Phillies will be much better, too, this year. Unless Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper has to just be Bryce Harper because, I don't know, that's a disappointing
1: team right now. Well, they got JT
2: Riomoto, the best catcher in baseball. Can't forget about
1: him. Best catcher ever from what I've heard.
2: <laughs> so let's go with – let's close out with our World Series. And let me just cut it before anybody – are we all in Yankees, Dodgers, or is somebody going different?
1: I got Yankees, Dodgers. I got Yankees, Okay, Dodgers. so who do we have winning? Are we all going Yankees?
2: Yeah, because the Yankees should have beat – would have beat the Dodgers last year they beat them the year before. They're going to beat it this year. Okay, now let's get to a simpler question. How many games? Seven. Best scenario, best scenario for baseball. So game seven at Dodger Stadium, Yankee. Judge hits a walk-off game. Cole over. versus Bauer. Ooh. Versus Bauer. Sign me the hell up for that and game. And they s- both don't like each other anyways. Yankees win two to one. Game seven. Judge hits a walk-off hits a uh, walk in the night. And Chapman closes it out and does not give up a home run. This is, so not- is this a freaking movie? The last hit is a warning track power shot that Clint Frazier catches at the wall. Wow,
1: Frazier. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe the Dodgers win it again in a in a seven game. It's a tight one over the Yankees.
2: If I wasn't a Yankee fan, I would pick the Dodgers. I'll just be honest
1: with you. If I, was I know, that's what be- I'm.
2: Teddy, that's so tough. It's so
1: tough to pick the Dodgers, you know?
2: And you're like, I don't really want to pick the Dodgers.
1: I really want to say the Yankees. And I'm like, well, what if I'm not a Yankees fan and I really evaluate these two teams? I probably, like Teddy just said, I probably say the Dodgers over the Yankees. This is like to me,
2: this is like the Lakers playing the Nets this year in the finals. I want the Lakers to win. I think the Lakers can compete, but that team is just so stacked. And yeah, I see the Nets winning the NBA Finals. I don't That's know. It. Andre Drummond is going to help them big time inside because he's oh, not – Stop, stop. It's not ridiculous. Stop. Okay, so, sorry. It's, the it's, it's the greatest Goldberg. team ever assembled. It's the greatest team ever assembled. Stop. Okay, I don't want to hear that. Stop. Sorry, it won't happen because LeBron almost beat the Golden State Warriors by himself. I know they got swept, but if you remember that game one, if uh, Mr. Smith knew what to do with the ball after the rebound – Okay, they would have lost in five. Congratulations. Who cares? Yes, whatever. Listen, LeBron we'll Anthony. Jeter, listen. Who cares? All right. it's kind of, that's how I kind of feel. That's how I kind of feel with this Yankees-Dodgers sh- scenario because the Dodgers are so stacked. The Yankees are right there. But do you what? really go against that complete team of the Dodgers? I'm going to stick with the Yankees. I feel like this finally Boone will get over the hump. This team will finally figure it out maybe get by the injury bug early on the season, then move on to the postseason. Hopefully judges emerge as that big-time star that we're expecting. Glaber, I know it's a lot that we're hoping for, but it's fu- it's got to come together like 2016 when
1: they played the freaking Astros, right? Plus, it's hard to repeat. Don't forget that.
2: Doesn't happen. Hasn't nope. happened to the Yankees. Well, maybe Yankees. not bringing a full season the year before can help them because it wasn't a total grind of only playing 162 and 162, and it's only only, 60 games. You know what I mean? We'll see. I don't know. We'll see, but I'll tell you one thing. If the Yankees ain't running away with the division by June or July, they're making a bold move without a question of a doubt. If it's a big-time ace pitcher or – Trevor Story. I'm going to start a hashtag. Trade Trevor Story. Hashtag trade for Trevor Story. you, You could definitely see the Yankees making a big move.
1: I want yeah. the Yankees to be the
2: New York Rockies because they get all the Rocky players. <laughs> Mike Teltman, DJ may here. Who else they got from the Rockies? I don't even know.
1: But I'm goal- well we did have we
2: Ademino, to- Now he's a Red Sox.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he went to the Red
2: Sox. that could be a bit that could be that's something to keep an eye on at the the bullpen. It's not as strong as it was in past years. We'll see how it – We got Josh Wilson.
1: Yeah, we nice. do, but you know what? We should – it is it is worth noting that the Yankees did grab Darren O'Day, who has been That's one of the so best so – I mean, he really is – you got to say, look, if you're going to lose Tommy Canely and you're going to pencil somebody in and you want to call it an upgrade, I think you could do that with Darren O'Day. And, and with him and Chad Green in that bullpen, you know, again – you're you're gonna see some newer newer faces in that bullpen this year the and some team, different team, guys team, stepping up but they could put Debbie Garcia in the bullpen, just like we were talking about
2: with the Dodgers earlier, you know, where Price or one of the rookie kids who pitched last season goes in their bullpen and only strengthens their bullpen. So and it is,
1: I think that they expect that Davey's gonna end up coming up and starting games sooner than than later. Didn't they see a six-man rotation?
2: Trevor, would you it, want to tell me the Yankees are going to a six-man rotation? And I'm not it, trying to yourself, but Whatever. It, well, we're less than 24 hours away. Baseball season will be underway tomorrow, starting with the New York Yankees taking on the Toronto Blue Jays on ESPN. I cannot wait for it. Oh, well, baseball's back, boys. College basketball is coming to an end. We'll have to talk about that, Ted before the Final Four weekend. UCLA with the big upset. There's now not even 1% perfect brackets anymore. The UCLA brackets, or UCLA Bruins, are playing the Gonzaga Bulldogs, and Baylor plays Houston. It should be a very interesting Final Four. I can't Good wait. I will play Baylor on Monday night. And UConn. Is in the final four too, so let's hope for that. But yes, baseball starts tomorrow. I said early on the show we posted our mock draft 2.0 yesterday, so if you want to check it out, we got a lot of comments on it. A lot of people think we're crazy, but hey, who gives a who? I know.
1: I'm not I, I, draft. I, 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 it's supposed to be. Yeah,
2: everyone. Everyone's a friggin'. Yeah, everybody's no. But if you saw, if you saw, we did have Penny Sewell drop into the Giants, which would be remarkable, but. Like I said, we're going to put out one more or at least two, uh, maybe at most two more, if not just one more, before the NFL draft, which starts this month, starting tomorrow. I cannot wait. There's a lot happening. The we'll NBA probably put one more out two weeks in two weeks. And then maybe okay. we'll put out our final one. So maybe we'll do 4.0. point out. Sounds okay. good. But, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are streaming on all social media platforms, including Twitch, so you subscribe, comment, share, or like. Oh, boy, I cannot believe baseball's back already. Time is flying, ladies and gentlemen. Time is flying. The boys of summer are back. Everybody, have a great day. We are keys of the city. We are out. Yeah, we're out.